PR's Top Pros Talk, the evolution of the healthcare ecosystem. Featuring Jen Furman Kessler, Managing Director of Health Services at Ketchum. And here's your host, Doug Simon. You talk a lot about the evolution of the healthcare ecosystem. What's the most important way that's changed communications? The ecosystem, particularly in the U.S., is evolving and will continue to do so. And what that means from a comms perspective is we have to acknowledge that we're in a period of of change where the system is increasingly becoming under pressure. We've got an aging population. We've got growing mistrust and distrust. And we have uh, rising healthcare costs. So from a comms perspective, acknowledging all of this pressure and finding ways to increase trust, to engage different generations, to meet people where they are, not just from a channel targeting perspective, but certainly from a messaging perspective is going to be hugely important for communicators. Yeah, that seems like a big job. So what can brands do to try and sort of move with the times and be effective in how they communicate? Some of the advent of technology and different ways that we've been able to use data, we've put so much emphasis and rightly so on precision targeting, thinking about channel consumption, where our audiences are, and those things will always be important. But we also need to put equal rigor behind what we're saying. I think the words matter so much and thinking about personalization, not just from a channel strategy, but from a messaging perspective finding words, testing words, making sure we're using the language that's going to resonate, not just from an awareness perspective, but from a behavioral change perspective. Yeah, and that's really interesting in that you're sort of bringing it back to what you're communicating, not just how you're communicating and using data that way. So Mm -hmm. how does that affect a brand's reputation and how are you finding is the best way to measure it? Measurement is absolutely important. I think when we're testing um, our messaging or our creative, we need to understand what someone feels about it at an emotional level, but also what it will help them think or do differently from a more practical level. Yeah, no, that's key. And you talk also, I mentioned it in the first answer you gave about the U.S. healthcare system being under pressure. Maybe can you give us a couple more insights into that? And then how can communicators help solve that? It seems almost an overwhelming challenge. It took years, decades in the making to get us to this point. So it's certainly not going to be resolved in one year, but there are things that we can do as communicators. And the first is really listening. And it's about empathy, understanding any one of our audiences mindsets, where they're coming from, not speaking to groups as monoliths and understanding it's not just about what does an HCP think. There's just so much um, digging and segmentation that we need to do from you know a targeting perspective, but really the words that we know people will hear and how that will influence their thoughts and behaviors around their health. Because there's so many different ways people are receiving health information, is that affecting like what you communicate on different channels? Is it important that it's consistent or do you need to make some changes based on who you think the receiver might likely be? 
The consistency part is important. So as a brand, you should always be the same, um, the same brand. You need to stand for the same core principles. You need to be consistent in the information that you're sharing. But from a messaging perspective, understanding the unique needs, um, the opportunities with different audiences and customizing what they need to hear from you at that moment is important. And I think yeah. that, you know, going back to the idea that the system is under pressure, that means looking at things through different lenses. We have a growing aging population. So many marketers focus on Gen Z and rightly so. They are, you know, big, important growing audience, but I don't want us to overlook the boomer generation. There's so much that they need to know so many medical advances that are pertinent to them, so much that we need to communicate about aging well. And I don't want our industry to over-index on just trying to reach what's next when we have what's in front of us right now. That makes tremendous amount of sense. I recall, you know, when I turned 50 and suddenly I became way less important to marketers, even though my income didn't drop. And I'm like, well, I think people my age are probably doing better financially and have more money to spend than kids who are struggling through college and dealing with loans and all of that. So I didn't get it. And that's to your point, especially important in the healthcare area. Looking ahead to 2024, which is just underway, what do you think some of the trends will be in healthcare and the communication space? Sort of what will stay the same maybe first and then what will change? So why don't we start with what do you think is going to stay the same? I think what will stay the same is the increasing dependency on data to inform every decision that we make from messaging to channel strategy to understanding um, unmet needs of our audiences. Data will be the backbone and will continue to be the backbone of everything that we do. So certainly no change there. Understanding of the data, it seems that would need to improve because you can have lots of data but figuring out what's important what may not be as a next step could you get into a little bit and i apologize for changing what i said i was going to ask you but maybe get into a little bit of sort of the approach to looking at the data you're getting maybe first figuring out what's the data you want to get then when you've got it how do you use it most effectively with data collection understanding what is it that we want to prove or improve that we need the data to tell us. We need to start first from a place of what do we want to learn? Having an overwhelming amount of data isn't going to help anyone make any decisions or prioritize effectively, but what is it that we think we wanna do that we wanna prove or improve? Or what are we starting to see percolating and how do we wanna get ahead of a trend? Those are specific places where data can help change the trajectory of a comm strategy. That's great. And in terms of that being a perfect lead into the question that I said I'd ask you next earlier, but didn't. So what are things that are going to change in communications this year based on what you're seeing, if you could look into your crystal ball? Well, I wish I had a crystal ball, but because I don't, I think we just have to think about what did we learn over the last few years and what can that tell us about where we might be going in the future? A lot of trust kind of came out in the COVID era, people kind of looking for heads of public health organizations or scientists to provide answers and this growing level of skepticism, criticism, um, mistrust, misinformation, none of that's going away, but what does that mean? It means that those people who could influence our health information and our health decision-making may continue to change. 
the reliance on your HCP for being your primary source of information, that's not going to change. People have a relationship with their healthcare providers and that's not going to change. But when you go armed with your own information into your doctor or NP office visit, where did you get that information? There's a lot of people saying, well, I've been doing my own research. The credibility and the integrity of the research people are doing, making sure that we're getting, we as communicators are getting them the best, most accurate and helpful information to inform those critical conversations. That's really our job. What do you see as the role of earned media in this process? And it seems like it might be growing in importance. That's what we're seeing from our clients. Earned media is certainly growing in importance, particularly as it relates to reputation. And that is really something that earned media can influence. And I think when we look at our earned media specialists within our agencies or organizations, what they have now is an unprecedented amount of access to data to inform which reporter is going to move the needle. What have they covered in the past? How do I appeal to what they want? But what can't be kind of undervalued is their gut. I think the value of experience and gut and insight is equally as important to the access to the data that we have. Yes, I guess you could call that informed gut. Yeah, I like that, informed gut. Any last points that you'd like to add to what's been a really great discussion? I think as communicators, you know, always having a data-driven approach is important We're going to be able to find some efficiencies with tools like AI. I think all of those pieces are great, but what we cannot lose, and I think this is true for me personally, is the reason why we've chosen this specialty within communications. And that is most of us are here because we like the idea that what we do can help people live healthier lives. So never losing sight of the humanity. I think that is always going to be important, doing everything we can with every possible technological advantage, but thinking first as a human, speaking to other humans, how do we bring that level of empathetic understanding into what we do? Yeah, that's a really great piece of advice as well as challenge that you seem really well positioned to overcome. Thanks for sharing your great ideas with our audience. Thanks for having me.